Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome again to another edition of In the Author's Corner with ATN. Now, I know you haven't heard from us in quite a while. That's correct. Nothing is wrong with your computer. Nothing's wrong with you. It's just that we have taken a hiatus. We were busy with some other projects, and we took time out to uh, catch our breath and get things rolling in some other areas, but we're back. We're back. And tonight we are excited because we have a young lady who is a mom. She's an entrepreneur. She's been, uh, well, she's been in, in the busy, uh, busy <laughs> the beauty business, and she's been in the fashion business. And tonight she's going to talk about us, how she became an author, but some of the other exciting things she's doing. I'm talking about a young lady by the name of Miss Stephanie R. Harper. Let's say good evening to Stephanie. Good evening, Stephanie. Stephanie, you there? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Okay, good evening. Yes, Stephanie, go ahead. Just say hello to our audience, please. Hello, everyone. Oh, that's good. See, she's live and direct in Texas, and I'm in the Virgin Islands, and here we are getting ready to share with you how Miss Stephanie R. Harper became an author. Well, Stephanie, would you just give a quick introduction to our audience who you are and where you are located? Hi, I am Stephanie Harper. I am the owner of Lash Studio, which is an eyelash extension and activewear boutique in Longview, Texas. And I've been in the beauty industry now for over 13 years. And I've just recently, um, I'm transitioning into helping new and veteran entrepreneurs who are struggling to create an amazing business and brand get their business together. Fantastic, fantastic. This lady is on the go, people. Listen to her. She may be a petite lady, but she has big ideas, and she's moving big and doing big things, wonderful things. I'm so happy you are here with us tonight, Stephanie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for now having for, me. You're welcome, you're welcome. Now, for those of us who are not from Texas, give us an idea what portion of Texas, what part of Texas are you close to? Give us the big names, the big cities, so we can get our bearings. Um, I'm two hours from Dallas, four hours from Houston, and an hour and 30 minutes from Shreveport. And you're a couple of hours from the Virgin Islands. Okay, all right. Now I got my bearing. <laughs> so I'm like in the country. <laughs> okay. Well, you may be in the country, but you're still in Texas. And they say, what do they say about Texas? They make things bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're a big lady. You may be a small lady, but you're a big lady to me. In fact, I'll, I'll announce it publicly. I, I said to you earlier that I have claimed that I'm your number one fan. And I mean that sincerely. I mean, I joke about it. But audience, I want you to know, this may be a little lady, but she has big dreams, big plans, and big actions. Listen to what she has to say tonight. But let's go ahead and talk about how you became an author. What is it that you have done recently that put you into the realm of being an author? Tell us about the book you just came up with, please. 
Well, we just finished, um, well, I just finished uh, Make Yourself Proud, and I had the pleasure of doing a book collaboration with a few amazing ladies, but the opportunity came from social media. Um, uh-huh. I met Lenise Williams, who put the whole book together um, through social media. I actually took one of her business mastermind classes, and um, I guess that was about maybe two and a half, three years ago, and we mm-hmm. have kept in touch through social media. And then she presented me with the opportunity, and I wasn't going to do it at first, but my oldest son was like, you have to do it. And so Ooh, that's how <laughs> yes. I was able to um, get in on the project, and um, we came up with a great book. Well, first of all, let me back up a little bit. You said you you wrote a book with a group of ladies. Well, I know uh-huh. personally that it's more than just a group of ladies. It's a tribe. It's about it 15 of tribe. you guys. Yes, tell <laughs> us about the, about what's the number of, of uh, co-authors you have in the, on the book. Oh, my goodness. You know, I don't know. I always lose count. It's, I want to say it's about 11 or 12 of us. No, I think it's more like 15, 16. Do you well, like it's so funny because we have we have our uh, Facebook group and nobody's ever all on there at the same time yes, so I lose that's count. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> From all over the United States, yes. So it's hard. Yes, to keep all over, up with them. all different yeah. backgrounds and everything. But you see, that's a good example for our aspiring authors to know that to become an author, you don't have to write a book by yourself. You could do a joint venture and have other authors contribute. It's a lot easier on one hand. But then it might be a lot more difficult because you have people at different time zones. What's convenient for me at a nine o'clock time may not be convenient to somebody who's three hours ahead or three hours behind. So those yes. are the things we have to look at when we're doing projects. But tell and me I always now, have how... to Google to see the time. I'm like, okay, yes, what time exactly. zone am I in? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, yes. We went through that today too because I, I, I got a little scared because I remember telling you we're going to be on the air at 8 o'clock. And I said, oh, shoot, did I tell what time time zone? Because 8 o'clock yes. Eastern time is 9 o'clock my time, but it's 7 o'clock your time in Texas. Is that correct? That's correct. Those are the things that authors have to be aware of when they're writing a book or they collaborate yes. with other authors. Okay. So you got together and did this book. Tell us about the book. What's its title and how did you do it? Well, um, I did the branded version, and it's called Make Yourself Proud. And what we um, – we had a uh, – I can't remember the exact number, but we had a certain number of pages or words that we could use, and each person yes. did their section and basically told their journey to entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, and my story is just about, um, like, how my my life and my business changed once I um, – I guess found self-love, love within myself and how it changed yes. and my business began to grow with, grow with that. Good. So you said it's how you found yourself. So in other words, you're saying to me that you didn't find yourself before that. Uh, were you walk yes. around in a cloud or what happened? <laughs> well, a few years ago, I struggled with the depression and I ah. had to go to therapy and I actually still go yes. to therapy now. I just don't go as yes. often as I used to. And so, um, we put together a plan on how it's going to get my life together and how yes. it's going to uh, get my business started. And so right. that's what I mean by finding myself. So we worked through okay. all of it, and I came out stronger. Good for you. Good for you. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that, and, and, and I'm glad we can share this with the audience because depression is a common thing. Everybody goes through it in one way, shape, or form. 
us may recognize it early, and some of us don't recognize it. Some of us get down in the dumps. You've got depression affects us emotionally. It affects us physically. It affects, it affects us with our sleeping habits. It affects us with our thinking habits. It affects us with our libido. That means the things that we used to love to do, we get joy from, no longer interest us. And I'm sure if I went through the whole list, about 10, 12 different symptoms, you may have been through them all. And some people go, yeah. on, when depression hits, it's a spiral downward. And some people hit rock bottom and no longer wish to live and they become suicidal in thought or they may become suicidal in action. Now, one is worse than the other, but everybody goes through some form of suicidal ideation. And I, I'm, 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 I hate to say this right now to the audience, but it, it's true. We all go through some kind of suicidal ideation. It's a normal, healthy thing. I wish I had gotten over this. In fact, the world would be better off if I weren't here. Now, that's a suicidal ideation. That doesn't mean I'm going to kill myself. It's just that those thoughts go through people's heads. And in the process, with outside help, like a therapist or even family member or a good friend who can help us and say, listen, let's look in the mirror and see what you got. You got something that help you can help you. And, I, and I'm sure what I'm talking about is eventually what happened to you when you went through your therapy session. Is, is that correct? Yes. Yes, that's guess, correct. Well, guess what? You know, the first author to have been depressed, and you probably won't be the last one. In fact, some of the big authors like Hemingway, for example, he went through depression. In fact, his depression turned to alcoholism, and he drank for quite a while. And sometimes he drank more when he was writing than he did when he was not writing. So it all depends on how we, what we do to help ourselves as we become authors and as we remain authors. So yes. what's, your, what's your chapter about in the book? And, and, and tell us the title again, please. Uh, make Yourself Proud. Make yourself proud. Then, That's fantastic. Yes. Make yourself proud. You don't need anyone else to be proud of you. Um, just right. be proud of yourself. So, and once there you're proud you of yourself, like your love starts bubbling over and then it just flows on to everybody else. And that's what it's about, just finally taking care of myself and making decisions for myself and um, doing the things that um, made me happy. I had my oldest son when I was 19, so all of my decisions from the time I had him had been based around him and what my mom thought I should do or what society thought I should do, not actually what I wanted. So those things started to change, and that's what I talk about in the book um, and how it just completely changed my life. Well, you see, make yourself proud has rubbed off on you, but it's also rubbed off on me because what did I say to you? I'm claiming you as... I'm claiming myself as your number one fan, but I'm claiming you as a person who has triggered that reaction. Here I am, until a couple of months ago, we didn't know each other from Adam. We happened Mm -hmm. to meet because of the book you you have written, and here you are making yourself proud, and it spills over on me because I am now latching on to you, if I may say it that way. And that would never have happened if you didn't make yourself proud. Is that making sense? Yes. Because I, you would, my love wouldn't flow over, so you wouldn't be attracted to me. Because it's all about energy, like the energy that you oh, send give love. off is what people, yeah. Send the love, <laughs> Stephanie. Send the love. It's the love. It's yeah, the love, it's the love that's thing. like over. <laughs> exactly. It's a love thing. No wonder it I'm is. so attracted to you. Yeah, it's a love thing. Love will do wonders, people. Because people are attracted wonders. to your energy. Yeah. Yes. So. Exactly. 
Well, you know, it, it reminds me from a biblical standpoint. Isn't that what Jesus was saying? Love one another? Yes. Isn't that amazing what happens yes, when we yes. love each other? Genuinely. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, yes. there's a difference between... Um, well, I'm not even going to go there. Just leave it alone with love. <laughs> because it can go way off the barrier. We're not talking about that. Yes. We're talking about keeping it real, keeping it one person to another, love each other. Love will do wonderful mm-hmm. things. It's energy flow. Exactly, yes. exactly. So let's talk a little bit more about how you, go, how you went about being an author. Now, I don't know how many pages you did, or, or I guess you were restricted to one chapter. How did you go mm-hmm. about writing a book? What was your writing style? Well, I stay up like really, really late. So it usually started about 11 o'clock at night, and I would just write okay. a little bit. And then um, basically till I felt, till I'd fall asleep. And then um, in the beginning, it came pretty easy. I just like, okay, yes. this is going to be super easy. And then the the more I went, I was like, wow, I don't know if I want the world to know all of my business. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. So it was Who's like, control- hmm. <laughs> yes. Who's going to tell your business? Who this. Yes. Yes. I was exactly. like, I'm going to delete some of this. Maybe I should. Okay. So it was. Uh, it became kind of emotional because it brought up a lot of, um, uh, you know, stuff that had happened in my life or whatever. But um, basically I would just write until I fell asleep and then I'd wake up and then I'd write again. And I just did it all on my, um, my son's laptop. He let me borrow his laptop because I'm a desktop person. So he let me use his laptop. (laughs) Okay. 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 Now you see some authors have a different style. Some would write on paper first to get a rough draft, then once they're satisfied with a rough draft, they will transfer that to the computer. Now, for me, that's double work, but for some people, that's, that works for them. Now, in your case, you didn't do with the paper first. You did this straight on the laptop. Is that right? Yes, I did it straight on the laptop. Okay. okay. So what did you, without going into too much detail, what did you write about and how did you come about with that title, um, would you title? Let's let's leave it at that. Um, because while I was writing it and just talking about the different things that I have gone through in the book, um, as far as relationships and uh, depression and my jobs, it just came to a point in my life where I was proud of myself. Like now, before I didn't sleep at night or I would cry all night, and now yes. I just go to bed and I'm usually like in the bed kicking and screaming like, yes, I finally did it. So I'm just like proud of myself. <laughs> so that's where the, <laughs> that's where the title Should comes be. from because yes. I scream like every night. I'm like, yes, I did it. And yes. I wake up screaming and I go to bed screaming. So I scream all the time. But that's where the that's title came from. Thing. Okay. <laughs> it is. Good for you. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right. Spread the love, girl. Spread the love. It's a good thing. All right. So is that your one and only book? Or are you an ongoing entrepreneur, author, slash speaker? Well, if you would have asked me that, this before the book, um, this probably would have just been my first one, but I'm actually working on another one. Um, wow. And it'll just be um, – a journey of a single girl, and I'll just be talking about building a business and a life being single with kids. See, now you get the writing habit. Now you're going into it, huh? aren't you? <laughs> I know. I learned so much from this opportunity because yes, if, yes, before I had no 
desire to write a book. And yeah. so from this book, I was like, wow, I can do this. And I think a lot of people think that it's not yeah. doable because they don't know yeah. where to start. But yeah. um, I've learned so much. Like, I know how to do it now. And I was like, hey, that wasn't that bad. See, that's one of the reasons why we started this show, because I became an author not realizing that I had the capability of being an author. I, I look back at my college years, and I said, you know, all those papers I've written in college that I had to do for my professors, if I were to put them all together, that would be a book, wouldn't it? <laughs> and I said, yes, I have yes. written a book. I just didn't call it a book. <laughs> it's just college papers. But we all have a and story inside of us. It's exactly. Yeah, that's the same thing with the journals. Like when you journal, yes. it's yes. a book when you put it together. Yes, exactly, exactly. So now that you have done a book, there are many spin-offs from the book. Now that you're an author... Have mm-hmm. you become a professional speaker? No, not a prospe- uh, professional speaker. Um, I no. actually like intimate settings, so um, okay. I'm going more toward like uh, workshops because I like one-on-one. Okay. I learn better that way, and okay. I like sharing and receiving information in a smaller setting. So that's how oh. the business builder workshop came okay. about. Okay, you do one-on-one or one and two or yes. three or small groups. Okay. Yes. Like um, 10 to 20 people. Um, The Business Builder Workshop will be about like 10 to 20 people, and Mm -hmm. we will just go over how to um, uh, like find your market, your niche market, your dream clients, social media, uh, marketing, networking, and goal setting. So, um, because a lot of times, like when you first start a business, you're not really sure who you're talking to or who you're marketing to, so we'll go over that. But then a lot of times when you've been in business for so long, you don't do the things that you used to do when you first started, yes. and then you wonder yes. why your business isn't flourishing because you stopped doing the basics. All right, now you're doing workshops. Are those workshops in Texas or are you doing them online? Um, it's in Texas. Uh, the one that's coming up on January the 7th is in Houston, Texas. Oh, that's next month. Yes, it's the beginning of the year, so we're going to start fresh for all every goals for 2017. And a couple months back, you were not even an author. Now look at you, girl. You're a seminar, <laughs> yeah. seminar presenter. Amazing. <laughs> Little Stephanie's banging, booming out there, oh, making her, her, her word be known. So tell us about the seminar. What's the name of it? It's called the Business Builder Workshop, and so it'll be uh, myself and then Larry Brooks. He is uh, one of the partners of Brooks and Davis Real Estate in Houston, Mm -hmm. and so he'll be sharing. um, He's kind of like the marketing guru, so he'll be sharing marketing techniques and um, networking advice and how to introduce yourself to, um, like, your community. And then Mm -hmm. we have um, Marvin and Caldwell. They're fitness trainers in Houston, and they're going to come through and talk about why fitness is so important for um, entrepreneurs. And fitness is, like, really important for me because um, when I was going through my depression, I didn't want to be put on uh, medicine or anything, sleeping pills or antidepressant pills. And so my drug was fitness. So it's, like, really big for me. So I'm happy that they're coming to coming through to talk to everybody about that. You know, I have to chuckle when I hear you say your 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 thing is fitness. Now ladies and gentlemen of the audience, if you were to see Stephanie, she is as petite as can be and she is fit as can be. But here she is 
taken something that she really loves and turned it into something that helps her to help others. So again, it all goes back to waking up from your depression, becoming an author, and now the world is beginning to expand in your eyes and in your reach with people you've contacted. Now, how do you yeah. come about with a seminar of more than just one presenter? Because um, you were just by yourself at first when you wrote a book, well, on your chapter. Yes. Well, um, I did the Business Builder Workbook earlier this year. And then once again, okay. my oldest son was like, this is awesome. And he was like, this could be so much bigger if you took the time and babied it. So we babied it like the whole year. And then I knew that I wanted to do the workshop. And I'm not from Houston. Like I go to Houston maybe once or twice a month, but I'm not from there. And I yes. wanted to reach out to someone who was from that area and who was amazing in their craft and in their career. And so that's how I uh, got in touch with uh, Larry Brooks from Tex- from uh, Brooks and Davis Real Estate. And so he wanted okay. to do it with me. So that's how that happened. And then um, social media is how I found um, Marvin and Caldwell because I follow their page and they do kind of like uh, CrossFit. And I love the energy, and I love how they motivate um, the people that come in there and work out. And I reached out to them, and they were like, yes. And so that's how it all came together. And it hasn't stopped yet because there's more flowing coming down the pike. Because now that you have a a business builder seminar coming up in January, I can see three months down the road you'll have a second one. And three months down the road from that, a third one, and on and on it goes because these things spiral spiral for the good because once you start the wheels rolling just like any other wheel once you hit the get the wheels rolling they will stop until they lose the energy and you've got energy right now and having co-presenters with you you have additional energy and it's going to flow yeah. I, I guarantee that i do guarantee that and you know what i would love one day that you would be in the virgin islands doing a seminar workshop and I can help you with that here in the Virgin Islands too. So you, who knows? You see, you see how this yes. is going to go. <laughs> I know, yes, and it's all about making connections. Like it's so funny. Exactly. I say all the time that people don't um, yes. see an opportunity unless it has a, a dollar sign attached to it. But so many opportunities people miss because they're looking at it for the dollar amount. Like the book, even if I didn't sell a book. I learned how to write, to write a book. Yes. That is yes. like knowledge is power. Yes. Knowledge is yes. what is everything. Yes. So I learned you how know, to I've, do it. I've learned a lot from my mom, and my mom didn't even go to college. Yes. I don't think, and she was very private about this, but I, I'll, I'll admit it out loud in public. I don't think my mom became a high school graduate because she had two children, my sister and me, mm-hmm. and she was a single mom as far as I could know. She was very private about that because it was a very rough time for her in World War II era. But to be a young lady who would have two kids and not married, that was a no-no. So it was hard for her. But still, she had wisdom because what I'm doing today is because of what she taught me in her upbringing, in my upbringing. And yes. she taught me to help others. And in the process of helping others, what are we doing? We are networking. And when we network, what do yes. we do? Our positive energy rubs off on others. In fact, here's a good example. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming you. Well, I'm playing myself. I've claimed myself <clears throat> as your number one fan. And that would never have happened if we didn't have that energy, that connection. Yes. Amazing. So amazing. Yeah. 
So let's go back then from your writing skills to becoming an author, to becoming a business builder, seminar presenter, and to mm-hmm. do that with collaborators. How many people are going to be sharing your workshop? Um, it's three presenters, and we'll have 20 people, um, 20 people attend. Wow, that's And amazing. we want to keep it small so that you can actually learn. Because a lot of time when the crowd gets too big, yes. like you, yes. um, you lose the message and you don't like grasp. Yes, like yes, exactly. It turns into a, um, I think it turns more into um, inspirational where people are turn, telling yes. their short stories versus we will be working and producing results. Exactly. Good. Well, that's good. You have your focus on what you want to accomplish. You've set your goals. And there are two different ways of doing it. You can talk to people, inspire them. That's called motivational speaking. And you said that's not for you. That's fine. You're doing hands-on by reaching out and working with people so they can produce something in the workshop. And then once they've learned those skills, they can produce it on their own. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Because all you have to do is implement and be consistent. Through all the phases of your growth. So, who for whom is the workshop designed? What what type of people What'd are you, you looking for? For whom is the workshop designed? Who who would okay. be good for that workshop? Um, for like new or expiring entrepreneurs or um, veteran entrepreneurs who are struggling, um, as far as um, you have so many veteran entrepreneurs, especially like in the beauty industry. They have so uh-huh. much knowledge, but they haven't moved into like social media yet. And so okay. they would fit well with uh, the workshop also. Okay. So when you say um, social media, <clears throat> are you talking about using the Internet to help project and promote one's business? Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Because they then, have like right, so right. much knowledge that they're like they they have so it's so crazy because there's so much knowledge in especially in the beauty professional and I'm pretty sure in yes. every industry but I'm just talking from what I know yes. they have yes. so much knowledge and at some point especially like if you are nail tech you get to the point where you have to transition into another field because whether your your back hurts your shoulders hurt or your hands start shaking and you can't polish nails anymore yes. but um, with that their knowledge that they have is an easier transition because they can share the knowledge with the world. They can do workshops. They can teach, you know, how to do acrylic nails or how to perform services or how to build your clientele up because a lot of the ladies that have been in the industry for a long time, they have clients from the day that they started to 25 years later, and that's almost unheard of now. So it's something that they did to keep those clients that long that they could share with people. So that's why I say um, veterans would also benefit from the class. Fantastic. And it's not beauty professionals. um, And I'm talking about beauty professionals because that's what, you know, the industry that I'm in. But that that ties over to any um, profession because the information that we'll be sharing would work for any business. Yes. I just want to back up a little bit for our audience. I got so involved in talking with you, I forgot to mention to the audience, they can call in. Normally, this show is yep. half an hour, but because I've gotten to know Stephanie and I've claimed myself as a number one fan, I want to learn more about what Stephanie has to offer. So we've extended the, the time of the show from a half an hour to 45 minutes. So we have another, I don't know, uh, 
20 minutes or so on the show. So, audience, if you're interested in what Stephanie has to say and you have a question or comment you want to address to Stephanie, feel free to give us a call. The number is 646-721-9611. Again, that number is 646-721-9611. If you're not able to call tonight, that's okay. No problem because the show is recorded. It will be on our website, and you'll see information about it on Facebook, either on Stephanie's page or on my page. Just go with that, and you go to blogtalkradio.com, and then when you get there, you could search for In the Author's Corner with ATN, and you'll find our show right there waiting for you to just click on it and listen to the recorded version if you're not able to call in tonight. So, Stephanie, you're an author. You are now becoming a workshop presenter. Now, you are collaborating with, with other presenters. Where do you go from here? It just can. I guess the ball would just continue to roll to exactly. more workshops. Exactly. Because um, when I was getting it together, I made the statement that, um, like, you don't realize how much knowledge that you have, and yeah. I was like, or info that you have, and I was like, yeah. wow, this could be like four classes here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I could see you doing it on the internet too one day. Webinar. Yes. 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 Well, Stephanie, so I'm So you'll excited. have to show me how to do that. Oh, I will, I will, I will. Now, I mean, here I am, your number one fan's going to come knock on your door, whether you want me to or not. I'm going to say, Stephanie, are you ready now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm coming. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. As a matter of fact, I have something online. I, I mentioned before we went on the air about Pinterest, how Pinterest works. Yes. And uh, if I may, just for a moment, <clears throat> here's something I've done, and, and, and let me see if this has worked for you from your side. I've designed a Pinterest tribute board to you, Stephanie. And why did I do that? For one thing, I admire what you're doing. For another, I want other people to know about what you're doing because you will live and prove that it works. And what have I done? I put together what you already have done online, but I put all your pictures and all your accomplishments on a Pinterest board. And guess what? Not only... Not only did my audience get to see it, how many of my followers? Oh, just 13,000, some hundred, some hundred numbers, 13,400 or 200, whatever the number is. I, I can't keep up with the numbers. But the point is, many people see it. And what happens? It spills over. Now, Pinterest is such a powerful thing. I was telling you earlier that they have a way of letting the, um, the, the, the social media work that once I put it on my page, and you accept the invitation to the board I have built, it also shows up on your page. And that's amazing. That's powerful. You were talking a while ago about people having power based on their, their history of their job, of their expertise, of their profession. Mm-hmm. But we also have power in the way the social media can help us promote our business. And that's amazing. I'm glad that you have taken it up because that's what I fell into and that's what I've been trying to help local businesses, but they haven't caught on to it yet. A lot of local businesses, businesspreneurs, entrepreneurs, think that they have to knock on the door and go and pull somebody into their business. It doesn't always work that way. And social media is a way of today to get more people involved. So, yes. So you were in the business profession. You were in the fashion profession. Tell us a little bit about that background. What, what do you mean by that? 
Um, I graduated from Stephen F. Austin State University with a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising. And so um, I had my, like I said, I had my oldest when I was 19. So once we graduated, mm-hmm. we moved to the city. And then it hit me that I was like, who's going to watch him while I'm at work? Yes, yes, yes. So I had a degree in fashion merchandising, and then I had to move back to the country because um, I just didn't want my little baby in daycare all sure. day. So sure. I moved back where I had help. But when I moved back, the only thing for me to do with my degree was retail management, which was fine. But um, there was really no growth in retail management, and my yes. um, income was always kind of going to be the same, and I just didn't like doing it. So I went back to school. Um yes to be a nail tech. And so I've been a nail tech for 13 years and I've been doing eyelash extensions now for five, which is, uh, which is basically all of my business now. So I went from doing 11 to 12 people a day to now I do five people a day, but I make more than I did when I was working from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. And that's amazing. Let's back up a little bit. That's amazing. Before you were putting in more hours and making less money now, now you do, you you're working with less people but making more money. Now how does that work? Yeah. How does that work? That, Explain it to that comes audience, from therapy. Listen, that comes from therapy. <laughs> when oh, I was in therapy. <laughs> when I was in therapy and I was in a relationship where I was with a uh, he was a provider and so we sat down and I knew exactly how much money I needed to make to be by myself and I knew what bills I needed to pay off before I was by myself. And with the nails, same thing. It was kind of funny because with um, fashion merchandising, when I did retail management, my pay never changed. And then I had maxed out with the nails. So I couldn't do any more people. Like I was already working all day, so I couldn't do any more people. So I needed a skill that was going to take me, that would allow me to grow and expand my business and increase my income but not have to work as hard. And so I went back to school to learn how to do eyelash extensions. So Yes. And I have a pretty cool, I must say, I have a pretty amazing job because I don't make it to work until 10. <laughs> <laughs> Poor you. <laughs> so, so I went from <laughs> 9. <laughs> I went from like 8 in the morning. Uh, I'd make it to work at 8.30 in the morning, and I worked to like 1 o'clock in the morning, and now I work from 10 to like 5.30. Not only that, but you, you've expanded your business somewhat because now you have a fitness center in your business, too? Yeah, I have. Right? Um, I retail activewear. Yes, I do um, activewear online, and that, once again, came from therapy and my love for fitness, and it's just all yes. just blended in together. And you have clients coming from as far away as Australia. Is that right? Yes, social media is crazy. Um, in <laughs> the country... <laughs> I know in it. the country <laughs> in the country where I live, we don't really use uh, I mean like Facebook is pretty big, but we don't use um i g or Instagram as a search engine. But what happens for me is that I've noticed that people that live in the city they use it for search engines, so when they're here yes. visiting or they move to the states or what move to Texas, they all yes. find me through uh, through um Instagram. I've had people from um, Australia. I've had from Alaska, yes. California, yes. everywhere, all from IG. And even this show, we have the same thing. We have people yes. contacting us to share their book online from all over the place. It's, a, it's crazy. I, I often yes. used to forget 
when I first started doing the show, I would say our show comes on at 9 o'clock. And I didn't remember to mention the time zone because <laughs> I told one of my authors at 9 o'clock, and she was calling in from California, which is three hours behind us, depending on what time, time of the year it is. If it's daylight saving, then it will be four hours behind us. And those little things we have to pay attention to when we start expanding into social media because we will have people from all across the world, the worldwide yeah, web. Yeah, I our conference that we had with the book, <laughs> I got, I showed up on the conference call and they were like done. And I was like, what, did I miss it? <laughs> they were like, you're in a different time zone. I was like, what? <laughs> yes, it happens. It happens, yes. So, Miss yes, Stephanie I'm... Harper, Stephanie R. Harper, yes. you are an entrepreneur, you're an author, you're, you're beauty and fashion history springboard you into becoming an author. Your authorship springboard you into becoming an entrepreneur in more ways than one. And your entrepreneurship now springboard into workshops, into a fitness center in your business. Girl, you climbing mountains and you're not even working up a sweat. I'm working up a sweat on the inside. You just can't see it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I just can't see it. Okay. (laughs) Like I said to you earlier, when I asked you, what's your writing style? I said, I don't know if I have a writing style. I said to you, yes, you do. You just don't know it yet. And that's true. Yes. It's amazing how we have things we have done, but we never really looked at it that way before. And I guess that's mm-hmm. what you're doing in your workshop. You're helping people realize they have skills, they have abilities. In fact, let me share with you an acronym I like to use. I'm big on acronyms. Somewhere along the line, I learned about acronyms and their fun things to help us. It's a mnemonic device to help us remember things that are important. I use the word TAS, and I'll pass it on to you. T-A-S-K-S. T stands for talents. A stands for abilities. S stands for skills. And K stands for knowledge. If you put all that together, that's who we are. And then I realized, wait a minute, not everybody's the same. What else do we have that makes us special? We have specialization. Each of us choose what we want to do. You chose the beauty and fashion industry, and you expanded on that. But you didn't become a mechanic, did you? You didn't become, you didn't become a, a, a railroad train engineer. You stayed with what interests you, and that's where the passion comes in. If we're doing something that is a passion for us, it's not a work. It's not work. It's a, it's a hobby that we get mm-hmm. paid for doing. And I guess that's what you're doing when you're doing this workshop that you're going to help people become entrepreneurs. They don't have to work. They just enjoy doing what they enjoy doing and get paid for it. Less work, more pay. I like that formula. I like that. Okay. So what else, what else do you have to share with our audience? That is about it, I think. Well, here's, here's what I'd like to ask you. I'm excited. There's, uh-huh. there's more to it that you're excited um, we we focus on authors and and, and uh, authors who are novice authors or aspiring authors. What are some tips you would have to offer for people who didn't think they could become an author? What suggestion or tips might you have for them, please? Oh, to just take it slow. Like you don't 
don't give yourself like a deadline. And I think that if you just do it and you keep it to yourself and then when you get it done, you're like, yes, because when you, <laughs> you start telling people that you're, they put that extra pressure on you yes, <laughs> versus yes. if you just do it and you do it at your own pace and then you don't have a time frame. And if it takes you a year to do it, or if it takes you six months to do it, you did it at your own, you did it at your own pace. So exactly. um, that would be the biggest thing because, like, right now people will say, I didn't even know you were doing a book. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want to say anything until I actually did it. <laughs> You're ready. Exactly. It's your book. Yes, because it takes so it. much pressure off. Exactly. Yes. So I would definitely well, say just do it, work at it at your own pace. And then yes. um, so many things that we do and we don't realize that we're writing a book, like we said earlier, like journaling and stuff like that, or yes. even the papers that you did in high school or the workshops that you do. Like I didn't realize that my um, – it's weird because I did the workbook and now I'm doing the workshop. And then if you look at all the stuff that we put together for – that I put yes. together for the workshop, that's a book. Yes, yes, exactly, so, exactly. It's content. Yeah, if you – Yes. Mm-hmm. So we all people, have it. It's just doing it. Some people go into blogging, and blogging is right there. Mm-hmm. They do it on, yes. on online on a regular basis, yes. You know, we've been talking about you. We've been talking about what you've done and how you're progressing, but we haven't told people how to get a hold of you. What is the best way folks can get a hold of you for your book or for um, your workshop? Um, you can go to my website, and it's stephanierharper.com. And it'll have everything there that you need. You can um, it'll have my number to contact me. You can purchase the book online, and you can sign up for the web uh, for the workshop. Fantastic! You are a little entrepreneur, and I admire you. I will continue to be your number one fan. I don't care what you say. I will be your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad to have met you because you're inspiration to me, but you're also are inspiration to others. I see you as a role model. You may be a tiny fit lady, but you have a lot you're offering the world, and the world's going to be a better place because of what you're offering them. And all because if depression didn't happen to you, would you be where you are today? No, and I say that every day. If exactly. it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. We wouldn't exactly. have, be doing the workshop because I wouldn't have the courage to do it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So the point we're saying is... And now I is, look at it. Uh-huh. Now ahead. I look at it is like, I'm, of course, everybody's nervous about different things that they have, but with fitness, sure. and I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, Stephanie, if you can climb a mountain and go on a 30-mile hike, you can share what you know like the back of your hands to these people because it's super yes. easy. Like you're just talking yes. about what you know. Like you just hiked a exactly. mountain. You can do this. <laughs> yes. Like a while ago, you, when I asked you what's your writing style, I said, well, I don't have any. And you just proved to us that you do. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Exactly. Okay. Well, we're down to our last two minutes. What's a closing thought you'd like to leave with our audience, please? Um, to just chase your joy and um, do what feels good to you. And when you do that, um, your energy will just, like I said earlier, bubble over and people will, will be drawn to you. And opportunities come from that. Yes. So in other words, stay in charge of what you're doing and do it. Yes. Yes. You know, that's amazing. I, I do that. I use that expression in class. I, many of my students come to me and say, well, how many, how, how many pages should I write for this uh, report? I said, no, 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 no. Don't do pages for me. How many pages do you want to write? Well, I don't know. You have to tell me. I said, no, no, no. 
If you were cooking your own food, would you ask me what you should put in it or how much you should season it? They said, no, of course not. It's all that's the same thing. It's your baby. You doctor it. You take care of it. And that's what we want to pass on to others. That yes. Learn to turn things around and become in charge of what you're going to produce for yourself. Stephanie, you're a good example of that. You chose how you're going to expand. I did. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> you did in more ways than one. In more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, it's been a joy chit-chatting with you. It's been a joy learning from you. I, I, I make fun of the fact that I'm your number one fan, but I mean that seriously because you have a lot to offer and you are offering a lot. So with that, I want to thank you for being here with us. I want you to know the doors are always open. We will be chit-chatting again in the near future and any time. So right, and thank you for having me. Up, you're welcome. You're welcome. I ask you, don't go away. I'd like to talk to you after the uh, show off the air. Okay? Okay. Okay. Good. So, folks, we want you to know that this is uh, in the author's corner of the Radio ATN, and we're here at your convenience. We're here for you. Anytime you may have a question or two, just give us a call or go online and check us out. So until next time, we'll say so long for now. Stephanie, thank you very much for being here with us, for taking time to be with us, share with us what you know. So long for now, folks. Take care, Stephanie, and don't go away. I-